I believe by acting as if we had the money, we got the money in less than 60 days. So think about in your business, how you could act as if, you know, your business is flourishing. What would you do? Maybe, you know, you haven't hired the people that you might if your business was flourishing. Now, you don't have to go about hiring them. Why not just research it? You know, if you you might not have a chief marketing officer, but if you did have a business that was flourishing, you would. So research them, maybe even talk to some, get some good ideas from them even that you would implement yourself. So there's ways you can act as if your business is flourishing before it, it is, and then watch it flourish in the near future. Hey, it's Chuck here, and I'm so glad that you're listening to this episode. And I just want to take this quick moment right now to let you know about our free collaborators toolkit. And this episode is all about partnership and collaboration. And our guests share many resources, tools, and things that you can use to make collaboration and partnership easier in your business. So if you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, this free Collaborators Toolkit is gonna contain the best resources from our workshops as well as contributions from our guests. And these tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for, and they're gonna help you to solve everyday business challenges and access highly effective ideas that can help and grow your business exponentially. I know they've helped me and I know they're gonna help you as well. And the best part about these tools is that they're completely free. And our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to the show. So you can get access to all of the resources contained inside the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting the website at www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Go ahead and register today, get access to all the resources, and I'm going to see you on the inside. Now, here's the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Chuck Anderson here, and uh, I'm so glad you're here because, like always, I have another amazing guest for you. But what's really special about this guest is that he's going to help you with a lot of the financial part of your journey. So, I mean, we have all sorts of entrepreneurs on big missions trying to do big things. But, you know, this whole idea of financial freedom and creating financial freedom and uh, is, is, is a huge one and you have to do things in the right way. And if you're struggling with your business, maybe your business has become a full-time job or it really hasn't produced to your expectations, you really wanna lean in and listen to what our guest has to say today because he is an expert at helping business owners create prosperity not just making money through your business, but actual prosperity. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Please welcome Joel Solomon. Joel, welcome to the show. Chuck, thanks so much for having me. It's just a pleasure and an honor to be here. Thank you so much. Well, my pleasure as well. And I know you and I spoke a few weeks ago and, and you know, had a really great conversation. And, and you know, we, I wanted to bring you in because 
This is such a big issue with entrepreneurs. And, you know, I'm going on to what, you know, like my 30th year of being an entrepreneur. And uh, I've been blessed with some good years where, where, you know, I've got some gray hair. So I'm finally starting to figure things out in terms of our structuring. But when I first started out, uh, I refer to those days as the worst paying job I ever had. And uh, right, because definitely it was the business that owned me and not the other way around. And, uh, and so, and I know that that is an epidemic among entrepreneurs and, and business owners, not just first time business owners, but, you know, ones that, you know, they're, this is their second, third, fourth, you know, time trying to, to launch a business, but the same things keep happening. And, and, and so it's like, hmm, this seems like history repeating itself. So, so very, very good timing. So I think, Joel, a great place to start is uh, introduce yourself in, in terms of who you are and, and what you do. And, and then we're going to start to connect the dots into this really important topic. Thanks, Chuck. Thanks again for having me. So I call myself a prosperity coach. I teach people how to change their mindset around money from I can't afford that. Money doesn't grow on trees. That's too expensive. At least that's how I grew up. My parents taught me that very well. Uh, I shift people's thoughts from that to thoughts of abundance and prosperity. And those kinds of thoughts are not serving you. If you think those thoughts every day, all day, you're, you're focused on lack and scarcity. So number one is the mindset is what I teach. Number two is manifestation techniques, specific techniques that I've used in my career, in my business to create wealth and abundance. And then the third thing, which is quite unusual, is I teach how to invest and use the money that you've manifested. So it's, I teach, I'm a former hedge fund manager. I managed $700 million at Citigroup. I then started my own hedge fund uh, for four years before shutting it down to do this. And we can talk more about why I did that. But I teach how to invest money if it's stocks or real estate. I'm a charter financial analyst. And I also teach people how to start and successfully plan and expand their business. Because this is my second, I started my own hedge fund, and then I have this prosperity coaching business. Um, a math guy by background, actuary, credit analyst, equity analyst, and portfolio manager. So when people come to me and they have this great business idea, I say, well, how much money can you make per month doing that? Have you calculated the numbers? Because I, I'm, I'm both a mindset coach and I get into the numbers in the process. You can have an awesome idea. You can have your vision, your vision board, you know, all the visualizing, which is what I teach as well. But then if you don't actually have a business that can generate 150, 250, half a million dollars, if it can only generate a thousand dollars a month, what are we doing? So you have to have the numbers. You have to have a business plan behind it. So that that's the three core concepts. It's mindset, manifesting and investing. Mm-hmm. This is what I love about you, Joel, and why I think we got along so well on that first call. I mean, you're a financial or a prosperity coach who's actually a financial guy. Like, you know, you're not someone who took someone's certification program and now you're uh <laughs> now now you're a, a prosperity coach, but hedge fund manager 
an actuary. What a combination. I mean, who else has that combination? It's like, oh, yes, invest, but let's also check the numbers to make sure that this is actually uh, feasible and and that you can make money here. And what a unique combination uh, of, of skills. So let's talk a little bit about that because it sounds like that's part of your journey towards becoming a prosperity coach. So, you know, you know, maybe how did, you know, what caused you to kind of start doing this and what is it about those two careers that, that really, um, you know, kind of gave you the takeaways that, that are really helping your clients right now. So the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing right now is I went to a personal development course. Two things happened that completely changed my life. One was we had a guest speaker speaking about stocks and stock options. And when he spoke about stock options in particular, he made it sound like this is the only way to get rich. He's told 200 people in the room, you don't need much time. You don't need much money. This is how the rich people get rich. And options are essentially risk-free. And I had people tapping me on the shoulder, whispering my ear, Joel, does this make sense? Are options really riskless? So after he was done, we went out of the auditorium. I told him, please don't do this. He has no idea about you personally. And secondly, he doesn't know anything about your belief, by the way, is rule number one in the nine money rules. Millionaires use my second book. When you believe. So what's your belief that you can become rich using stock options? Now, the second thing that happened at that course was we were, we were given a wooden board two inches thick, and we were told we're going to break it with our bare hand. I don't know if you've done this, Chuck, but there was a lot of fear in the room. We literally had to list our next of kin on a permission slip. Just kidding. But there was a lot of fear <laughs> in the room. I've been events like with- that where they, they really kind of get you wound up yeah. before the actual thing the happens. Fear. Right? <laughs> so, so the exercise was called obstacles are illusions. And on one side of the board, we had to write our biggest obstacle and the other side, our ultimate goal, which stumped me for a while. And then it finally hit me, make everyone in this room financially free. And then I broke the board like everyone did in that room. I went home that night and I couldn't sleep. First, the guy was in my head. And I realized if I could ever get up the courage to speak in front of 200 people, because my biggest fear that day was public speaking, I could be of service, not mislead them and and help them know the truth about money. And then the second thing going on in my head was that wooden board staring back at me, make everyone in this room financially free. And it hit me about 4.30 in the morning. I quickly got dressed. I commuted into Manhattan where my hedge fund was at 54th and 6th. And I sent an email to my investors telling them I'm giving them their money back. I'm shutting down my fund. I figured out my true purpose in life. And so that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And what an unusual story, because I, how many hedge fund managers do you know that uh, with, with such ethics is like, okay, you know what? can't do this in good faith. Here's your money back. I'm not, I'm going to, I'm going to go do something else instead. Uh, you just never hear that story. Right. So I think it speaks to a lot about you and, and your belief, your belief about money and also how you take care of your clients. And absolutely. And also, you know, my heart was hurting. I didn't mention that when this guy was speaking because I knew these people were going to, were being misled. And it, I, I know there are many people out there that are doing this. And I just felt like, well, let me 
put my throw my hat in the ring and at least tell these people the truth about money. And it's been great to see, like I had a woman come to me a few months ago and she literally told me she had $90 left in her bank account for the last six days of the month. She had to send her daughter back to her parents. So to make sure her daughter was fed. And so we worked on beliefs. We created some affirmations we created some habits that she could put into place quickly. And very in a very short period of time, her daughter was living back with her. She actually had a full-time job. She even took a vacation, not to the Maldives, but she did take a vacation. And so like things can change quickly uh, when you work on your mindset and you believe that things can change quickly. I had an auto mechanic come to me a few years ago, and he was living in scarcity and lack. He had not taken a vacation with his family for 20 years. He was wearing the same shoes for three years. He was living in scarcity, lack, worry. But he did have one belief. He believed this is the difference between this guy and the guy speaking on stage. He believed before he came to me that stocks were the way to become rich. And he said, Joel, I want to learn everything you know about stocks. If you ask me on a scale of one to 10, so here's one, here's 10. He was a 10. He had absolute faith that stocks were the way to become rich. I taught him my five-step proprietary stock screen. He became a master at it. And last year, he manifested or generated in the stock market $2 million. Wow. He, he fired me because <laughs> he became financially free. Mm -hmm. Which is and a great so story we, to be able to tell as well, right? <laughs> absolutely. So, it, you know... These kinds of transformation and the, the great and I didn't mention the greatest thing is now he's not worried, right? He's not living his his life every single day, worried about money, fearful about what could happen, what could go wrong. Now he he's living his life where he is thinks about money in terms of expectation and fun. And it's just a complete transformation that can happen in a short period of time when you do affirmations, you have specific techniques that you put into place on a daily basis. So I know in our audience right now, we have two types of people. They're the ones that are nodding and going, yeah, Joel, exactly. That's, that's what it was for me. And then you're going to get these other ones that are in it right now, where things aren't going really well. Um, the manifestation hasn't been wonderful. It seems like there's lack they, they're, they're working 10, 12, 14 hours a day in their business trying to get ahead and barely, barely making it going, oh, you mean all I need to do is manifest this? And there's the whole, you know, talk that goes along with that. And I know that there's been times in my journey where you have your low points and it can be hard to, you know, kind of bring yourself out of that. So um, you know, what would, what would you say to that person who's having that, that rough time in their business and they're looking for, you know, their next steps, their next moves and how to turn things around? Well, firstly, I will tell you that I don't know any billionaires who sit at home all day and meditate and visualize. They get out into the world and take action. But I will tell you it's inspired action and it's not, I, I the signature of my email out if you noticed is don't work hard and become financially free. I don't believe you need to work 18 hours a day, but you need to take some action. You need to take inspired action. And that comes from your higher self. So yes, 
It's great to meditate and visualize. I do both of those, but I also get out into the world every day and take action like this, right? Getting on a podcast and getting out there into the world and helping people is essential. So think about ways you can take inspired action. When I, so here's one story in the nine money rules millionaires use is I had two insurance companies who had agreed to give me money orally in 2012. And so I went about my business of starting my company, my hedge fund, Salomar Capital. And I called them up. I moved into my office in Manhattan and I called them up and I said, okay, I'm ready to go. And they both backed out. There was nothing in writing. They had both orally agreed. They both backed out. So I had no pipeline. I was just assuming both of them, you know, were going to give me the money to invest. So what did I do? I did something called acting as if. And it's a very powerful technique. And I, I do it every day. So what does that mean? It means acting as if I already had the money. So think about in your business, how can you act as if the money's coming in? You, now, it doesn't mean that you have to spend money doing it. But what I did was I hired my analyst, even though I didn't have any money coming in. I just told them work from home. I we had a morning call where we talked about the stock market every morning for 30 minutes. We went to conferences, even though we didn't have any money to invest. Uh, we got invited. We called up the investment banks and said, you know, we're, we're almost ready to go. You know, we want the meetings. And they said, OK, we'll, you know, we'll get you invites, even though they didn't get any commissions yet. And I did something even more crazy. I put together a spreadsheet and I calculated the amount of money, quote unquote, we were making every day by the stocks we were betting that were going to go up and the other stocks we were betting that was going to go down. And now I also took action. I went out into the world and I, I, made, I made phone calls. I called other in companies, other insurance companies, other potential investors. And I said to them, hey, I'm starting up. You know, I'd love for you to be one of the, the founding investors and you'll get a, a nice discount and so on. And now I did that. And I will tell you, I believe by acting as if we had the money, we got the money in less than 60 days. So think about in your business, how you could act as if, you know, your business is flourishing. What would you do? Maybe, you know, you haven't hired the people that you might if your business was flourishing. Now, you don't have to go about hiring them. Why not just research it? You know, if you, you might not have a chief marketing officer. But if you did have a business that was flourishing, you would. So research them, maybe even talk to some, get some good ideas from them even that you would implement yourself. So there's ways you can act as if your business is flourishing before it, it is, and then watch it flourish in the near future. You know, there's a, there's a saying that I heard in one of the uh, personal growth events I attended, and that is when your intention is clear, the way forward will appear and that's really what I heard you just say. It's like, I want a CMO. I uh, can't really uh, afford one right now, but I'm going to start researching. I'm going to maybe even put a job application out. I'm going to start the process. And just by putting forth that intention and focusing your attention there, then results start to happen that you're not even thinking about that help you to make that happen. I did that in my business not that long ago, the new company that we had just started off, uh, we were we were uh, bootstrapping it, 
Uh, but we needed we needed three people. We went out and hired those three people, and that and then within two weeks, the clients were there to sustain those three people. And so it's something that we use in our business all the time. At the beginning, it seems like, oh, I'll, I'll hire someone when I have the money, or I'll do this when I have this. And 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 really, what you're saying is, it needs to be the other way around. Yes. Act as if, and I, I say, hashtag doubt the doubt. You know, I, 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 I just got off the call with a, a client who's in my Money Miracles membership and he's starting his own business. He just got laid off, but it would, you know, I think the universe gave him a sign. He wasn't happy. And he's like, you know, I have a lot of doubt. You know, I have these days where I'm worried I'm going to go down the spiral. And I, I know it's, it's, it's easy to say and hard to put into action, but hashtag doubt the doubt. When you have your doubt, think about, write down specifically the dream, your purpose, and then have faith in the dream as opposed to having faith in the doubt. A lot of us start getting this faith in the doubt and saying, oh, look at reality. Look what's going on. How could anything get better? And you start having faith in the doubt. So doubt your doubt. I love that. Hashtag doubt the doubt. <laughs> So speaking of doubt um, and moving forward from that and also acting as if um, so many times as entrepreneurs, we're we're chronic do-it-yourselfers. I know I certainly was. And, you know, one of the ways that I acted as if was I started partnering with people. I started collaborating with people. And the more I started to partner and the more I started to collaborate, these wonderful new ideas and new energy and uh, used to appear. My mentor used to always say that one plus one equals three. And uh, at first I'm like, what? But you really start to realize what that really means when you get on the same page with someone and 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 you you bring to the table what you bring and they bring to the table what they bring. But together it equals more than the sum of all parts. And so partnership and collaboration, needless to say, is a big part of my business. I'm curious, Joel, how has that been played a role in in your business? Yeah, no, I, I partner with a lot of different people. I outsource a lot of things. I have a virtual assistant that I use for videos. I have my website guru who does it. I actually learned how to do a lot on the website because I, I read this book that talked about, you know, learn how to do everything in your business and then you'll be able to oversee others easily. So I figured out how to do WordPress and, and all that for the website. And then I uh, hired a consultant to do the rest. And so he's now doing every update on the website. I have a strategy coach and a marketing coach uh, who, who does a lot of the content creation for me and I post, you know, so it's just figuring out what is your strengths and what you like to do, and then outsourcing the rest. And, you know, collaborating in particular and partnering, I have a woman, which is, it's going to sound unusual, but I have a yoga and meditation teacher that I collaborate with, who I teach a course called Infinite Peace and Prosperity. So te she teaches the infinite peace part, I teach the infinite prosperity part. And it's, it's a nine, 10 week course, which I think it's going to shorten up the next time. We'll probably split it up into two, four week courses. And it's based on the nine money rules, millionaires use. And she does a, um, what we call a centering to get people to 
get to a place where they can really take in one of the rules that I'm teaching for that week. And so it's been a great partnership. She, you know, we, it's yin and yang as she'll, she'll say, you know, I'm the math guy. I'm the process guy. I, I am spiritual as well, but she is, you know, over here, I'm, I'm, I'm making my way towards her. Right. <laughs> and uh, so, so, but we, we, it's a great uh, collaboration. Uh, she reached out to me right after my book came out and said, what are you going to do with it? You know, it, this is obviously a course. And I said, it is. And she said, yes. Well, and she said, can I help you create one? So we've been co-facilitating this the last two and a half years. It's been a great, great, great partnership. I think that's a great example, because if you really think about it, her on her own would not be doing that. And you on your own would not be doing it maybe in the way that you just described. You might be teaching a class on the nine on the nine things. Right. But but maybe not in this way that you're together, you're able to create something new that wouldn't otherwise exist. And it's got this uniqueness to it that uh, you bring what you're best at and she brings what she's best at. And now this, this really cool thing emerges that uh, could only exist because of the two of you, which is awesome. And that's that one plus one equals three thing that my mentor was talking about. Absolutely. I, I, I truly agree that, the the benefit from this course is so much more powerful than me just doing it myself or she just doing it herself. Absolutely. So um, so we've talked about prosper money, prosperity. We've talked about why, what pushes it away. We talked about acting as if. We've talked about collaboration. Um, but and through this whole conversation, Joel, there's been this underlying theme of personal growth personal development, which I am a big believer in. Um, and so so I've got a couple of questions about that that I wanted to bring in. And, you know, one, one of the things in my business, I've, I've mentioned my mentor a couple of times. I've been blessed with many uh, good mentors who appeared at the right time when I needed them. I was probably acting as if and uh, and attracted them or became aware of them. They, they may have always been there. Um, but I'm really blessed to have had that leadership and that mentorship uh, in my life pointing me in the right direction. So I always like to uh, find out from my guests, like who has been, you know, the most influential in your life? Who's Who's been the mentor that or leader or someone may, and maybe someone others can check out that has helped you point you in the right direction? So, so Mike Dooley is someone who has definitely helped me these last years as I started my prosperity coaching business. I'm also, he, so he's a motivational speaker. He's a New York Times bestselling author of a book called Infinite Possibilities. Uh, he's spoken globally and he writes a daily email called Note from the Universe. And Note from the Universe has been going out for 23 years now, daily, and it now goes to 1.2 million people globally. It's a nice, pithy, he's, he's a, a poet laureate, I call him, and it's pithy, you know, sentence or two or five, uh, nice, inspiring note in the morning uh, from the universe. And so I'm all, so he actually certifies people to teach infinite possibilities. So I got certified by him in 2017. And uh, so I've taught a large number of people the key concepts from this book. And so he's, 
been a great mentor when I when I have questions about you know the business or going in a specific direction. You know, he's done it. He's been there. He he went from zero to you know a, a very large number uh, over the years. And so you know, when I was just starting out, and my biggest fear in life was public speaking, I said, "What do I do?" You know, I know I have to speak. I know I have to get out there, but I I, I dislike it immensely. And he recommended joining Toastmasters. So I, I credit him with helping me overcome my biggest fear in life. I joined Toastmasters and spoke at that uh, group in Midtown Manhattan over a hundred times. And, you know, practice makes perfect. And I say, step into your fear. It, courage is just uh, doing what you are fearful about over and over and over again to you no longer fearful of it. So yeah, he's helped me a lot in those kinds of ways. He recommended where to speak as well after I spent those two years uh, becoming uh, an adequate speaker. He, he recommended different venues and, and how to go about doing it. And as he says, uh, pick the least sucky path. The least sucky path. I think that's really <laughs> good advice, actually. <laughs> so, So like you're doing like, you're doing different avenues. You're speaking at different places and you're seeing, you're getting some traction here. You're getting some traction here and you're not getting any traction here. Just ignore that one. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. And, and maybe there's a reason why that one is sucky. <laughs> it's, it's trying to steer you away from it. Uh, yeah. And, you know, it's funny because uh, even, even studying people like Deepak Chopra, where he would probably not use the word sucky, but in his own very highly super intellectual way is saying the same thing. And, and that, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be hard. You don't always have to pick the hard path, uh, you know, to, to success. And um, I, I think I like, you know, avoid the part that's sucky uh, better. <laughs> Hashtag, uh, and least sucky exactly uh i love that and uh you know mike dooley's amazing i i like that recommendation i i remember first seeing him uh i was one of my mentors was bob proctor and uh he was in the movie the secret kind of accidentally he wasn't he didn't plan to be it was he, he was in it very you know just like he was in the right place at the right time i mean maybe he was all meant to be there but he was like Hey, we're interviewing this thing. You want to jump on there and do it. And then watching that movie is where I first was introduced to Mike Dooley. And I, cause I didn't know his message, but he's got a great way of delivering and, uh, and, a, and I think a message that's helpful for everyone. So I no, no doubt see why that has been influential. Um, now the, the other part of growth, of course, and knowledge is books. Now you're the author of three books when I'll get you to share in a moment, but I, I, I want to ask all my guests, like, you know, what what has been either the most influential book for you or, you know, a must read book that you recommend that all of our listeners checks out and reads for themselves as well? So Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill is kind of my Bible. I, I read it twice a year. And every time I read it, I get something new out of it. And I know the book hasn't changed, but I've changed. And so it's interesting because I'll be reading it for the 22nd time and I'll be like, wait, I don't remember that sentence being in there. Wow, that was mind blowing. 
you know? And I was like, oh, it was always there. It's just, I'm in a different point of view. And I was meant to learn that lesson this time I read it. Yeah, I love that recommendation. And, you know, I, I mentioned Bob Proctor. He, he spent a lifetime studying yeah. Think and Grow Rich. In fact, he had a one of the older uh, leather-bound copies and it was falling apart and he had it um, held together with uh, rubber bands. And, uh, right, uh, and he he would study, he would read a chapter or not a chapter, a paragraph and just study that paragraph. Sometimes he would say he would even pick a sentence and then just study that sentence over and over and over again because he he made it his life's mission to understand it at the 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 deepest level possible and uh and like you like you said it's like just because you've read it before doesn't mean that you've got it right and and, and it's like the words may not be different but you are and uh and so different things are going to get in each time so i i, I love that now you've written yeah, three Bob, books. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say, Bob. I just read uh, one of his last book before he passed, and he had a great comment in there that most people read a book, put it down, they say I'm done. Well, we're not taught to study the book, and so he would recommend. He he actually had five or six recommendations in that in his last book, and he said study them, read them. And then read them again and read them again and read them again, because just like Think or Rich, you're going to get something different out of it. And if they're really awesome, powerful books with some really good messages, you may not get the full message the first time. Well, absolutely. And I think that was so what was so special about his leadership, because uh, he would he wouldn't just read books, he would study them and he wanted to understand them uh, at such a deep level. Uh, and then, you know, that elevates everyone that he's teaching as well. And so, um, I mean, that was something that was really, you know, special about what, what he taught and, um, and those books. Now, speaking of books, I know you've written three books, so, you know, tell everybody about, you know, your three books and we'll make sure that we put links to them here, uh, in our show notes. So my first book was, Mindful Money Management. It was really a memoir of my career and my lessons learned as a hedge fund manager. I, I, I'm more proud of my second book, The Nine Money Rules Millionaires Use, uh, which is actually goes through nine specific rules I learned as a hedge fund manager. And so you can actually apply these rules. We've talked about some of them. Uh, you know, When you believe is an important one, rule number one. And my third book is a book in, called Infinite Love and Money. Uh, I co-wrote with Molly Singh, who's a relationship coach. And the idea of that book was to end divorce caused by money. You probably know, Chuck, the number one and number two reason why people end relationships is money. And so I had an instance where a client that I was coaching, just him, uh, we got to a point where we started talking about budgets and budgeting. And I said, you know, we should bring in your wife at this point to discuss this. And he said, no, 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 I take care of all the money issues. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll take care of it. And I said to myself, this can't be good. They're not communicating about money at all. And so I, I was jogging the next morning and I was, ah, this is my next book. This is an important topic. And I, I researched it. There's very few books on 
you know, relationships and money, like how to talk about money, how to communicate it. We created seven money personality types. So you can do a survey in the book and see which money personality type you are. And then you can, and then we go through and say, okay, if you're this money personality type and your spouse or partner is this one, how can you adjust, you know, to, to shift more towards them and they shift more towards you. There's exercises in every single chapter. It's a fun book. It's a, it's an interactive book, not a, you know, this is another book where you, you shouldn't just read it once. You should, it's a, it's a growth book where you continue to read. And we, we recommend every three to six months reviewing the book and the, the exercises. Wow. That sounds like it's saving marriages as well, which is, uh, which is amazing and saving relationships. So um, we'll make sure that the links to all of that and uh, are down below the show notes. So on the video, right beneath the video, show notes on podcast website, we, we, we link wherever it is. <laughs> it's here somewhere. Uh, you'll see a link. Um, so Joel, thank you so much for, you know, sharing all of this with us today. And, and, and I know that uh, we've only scratched the surface <laughs> of this amazing topic, but hopefully our listeners are inspired to think about things differently and to seek out help or a collaboration or a partnership or whatever it is. If you're in a situation where uh, it, things aren't going the way you want them to, or it has been a struggle, then, you know, there's your, your one shift away from, and, and looking at this in a new way where you don't have to, necessarily struggle with that. And as Joel said, uh, choose the less sucky way, <laughs> right? So if you're inspired by that, and you'd like to learn more about Joel and reach out to Joel, um, and talk about how he could help you, uh, Joel, let them let them know where they can do that. So my website is solomore.com. It's named after my daughters, Lauren and Morgan. So it's S-A-L-A-U-R for Lauren, M-O-R for Morgan.com. Um, I have, I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. I do group courses and I also have a membership uh, that's open every few months. And that membership is very low priced. The, the goal is to get people to financial freedom as quickly as possible without making them worried about out there. Oh, how am I going to pay for this membership? So it's $59 a month for, uh, you know, for basically all the content I created over the last five years. And we have a great, awesome group of people, supportive, like-minded, who are supporting each other in a private Facebook group. We have accountability partners, and we even have rewards where you could win three months of free coaching. Wow, that sounds amazing. Well, we'll make sure that the link to all of that is here as well. And I highly recommend that you do reach out to Joel and see how his programs uh, can help you. And so, uh, so with that, Joel, thank you so much for being uh, our guest on here. And, uh, you know, as we kind of bring this episode to a close, I'd like to ask you if you had one last piece of advice for our audience, uh, what would you tell them? Well, it's a quote, quote from Think and Grow Rich. Whatever the mind of man can conceive and bring themselves to believe they can achieve. Whatever the mind of humans can conceive and bring themselves to believe they can achieve. 
you know, that quote stood out for me as well. All the times I've read Think and Grow Rich, and it is so, so true. And, you know, there was a time in my life where I didn't believe that was true, but it, it becomes the there comes a point where it's self-evident. So, you know, if you're in that struggle right now uh, and you're listening to us talk, instead of rolling your eyes, <laughs> reach out to us for help because um, we were both blessed to have people help us in our lives as well. And that's really how you turn things around. So, uh, Joel, thank you. And to our audience, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and um, if you're inspired, please reach out to Joel uh, for help. And uh, you can always also tune in to our next episode. We'll have another amazing guest. But in the meantime, keep moving forward and never, ever give up on your mission, especially if it's an important one. We know you have great ideas and the world desperately needs them. So keep moving forward. Bring that into the world. And we'll see you on the next one. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by the Collaborators Toolkit. If you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, our free Collaborators Toolkit contains the best resources from our workshops, as well as contributions from our guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday business challenges and to access highly effective ideas that can grow your business exponentially. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to our show. You can get free instant access to the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting our website at www.collaboratorsunite.com forward slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Toolkit. Register today and I'll see you on the inside.